Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Derry Davis here at Higher Heights Ministry Center, right here in the city of Danville, Virginia. You are about to hear a phenomenal message. I want you to subscribe and I want you to share it and be blessed. I am excited. You can have your seats. I am excited to be in the house today. I'm going to tell you, if y'all look, I usually don't have, I'm usually not alone. I usually have my entire family with me. But my wife, this morning, had to go to the urgent care. And my daughter. Last night, it was tough for us. You know, even me, I was contemplating. Pastor had called me in the middle of the week, and he had asked me to, to be available for today. And I told him yes. And it was yesterday around 10, 30, 12 o'clock. I said, God, if you don't take this from me, I couldn't even lay down my head down. I was just in so much pain. My head was hurting. I had taken medication after medication. My wife and family, they were down. And I said, God, remove it from me. And I'm here today, a testament to tell you that I feel amazing. I feel amazing. That's why I know it's a word from the Lord. And I'm sitting out here and I'm looking in the crowd and I was talking to my wife before we left today. And she said, you think I should send a message to my family, even though I'm not going to be there? I said, baby, I think you should. I said, because it's not the fact that you here, it's the fact to introduce them to Jesus. <laughs> and I look and I see Resedra in the back. If you raise your hand, that's going to be one of Danville's own nurses who was at her graduation this past Friday. And let me tell a quick story. You don't mind if I tell a quick story, do you? She graduated from DCC School of Nursing. So she's going to be a nurse. That's phenomenal. Y'all study words and organisms that I cannot pronounce. <laughs> but as we were coming out of the ceremony, and it was at a church, it was coming out of the ceremony, and my wife was like, where is Resedra? Where is Resedra? And she was like, where is she at? And we looked over in the corner, and there was two females praising God. And I looked over, and I said, there she go. I said, there she is. And when Pastor called me Wednesday, and he said, I need you to prepare a word, God gave me a word about building foundations. And as I look in the crowd and I see these young people, I am excited. CC, Kamari, Kamarith, everybody, I am excited because we're going to learn how to build today. And that's why I know it's a word from the Lord. I know it is. It's going to be simple. I promise you, I'm going to make it plain. I may even ask questions out there in the audience. But if the media team can get with me, Matthew chapter 7. Matthew 7. And we're going to be coming from verse 24. And before I begin, I want to uh, give acknowledgement to my bishop, Bishop Tim Beard, in his absence. First Lady, uh, y'all give it up for our assistant pastor, Pastor Davis. Man, if y'all miss Bible study Wednesday, and even today, I wish we were recorded today. You know, we went and we're diving deep into the knowledge of Christ, and I'm enjoying it. The, the more and more I grow in the Lord, the more and more I want to know why do I serve God? Why do I believe in Him? Why do I? Why? Why? And it's so fulfilling and it helps your faith grow. Did you know that in Peter it says, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready 
always to give an answer to every man that asks of you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. The Bible tells us as Christians that just coming to church ain't enough. Just coming to church ain't enough. Just coming and say, I love Jesus. He's first in my life ain't enough. The Bible says always be ready. Ready to meet the ones that don't know God. The ones in your school, in the hallway, that don't know why when you lace up your shoes, you say, God, I trust you. When you go into school and you say, I can do it because he strengthens me. And they ask you, what is this hope? The Bible says we got to be ready to give an answer. This is enough. And we're going to study today. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, God, as I begin to bring your word, I pray that you would humble me. I pray that you would decrease me. I Father, I ask that you would increase your word in me. Holy Ghost, have your way. Father, speak the words that I cannot speak to the souls and the hearts that I cannot. Father, that the listening ear in every situation that they find themselves in may be ready to give an answer for the hope that you have given us, Father. And I pray for the listeners that will listen to us on podcasts, on streaming platforms, any form. I pray for them even now that they will receive this word. In Jesus' name I do pray. Amen. Amen. Alrighty. And we are in Matthew. And we're going to be coming from the seventh chapter. And we are going to be in starting in the 24th verse. That is Matthew chapter 7. The 24th verse. I'm going to go ahead and give you my title message today. And the title message is going to be the detriment of self-image. I want you to write it down, put it in your notes or whatever, but remember this, the detriment of self-image. Me and my family, because I have younger children, I enjoy watching kid cartoon shows. And so there is one that's out and it's called The Legos. Anybody seen The Lego Story, The Lego Movie? The real funny one? I'm talking about the first one. And it was something in The Lego Movie that is real funny to me. Um, they made it comical, but it can relate to what we're going to talk about today. And it's called Master Builders. Anybody seen that movie and they talk about the Master Builders? Well, let me, let me wrap it up for you. Let me, I'm going to give you a little summary. So a master builder is in Lego world. We always see these big Legos. Like if you ever seen a Lego been built brick by brick and they may build the skyscrapers or they may build something extravagant, but they do it brick by brick. And so when you're able to do that, you're called a master builder in this particular movie. And as I began to prepare and began to study for what God wanted me to bring today, the Holy Ghost and the Spirit laid on me Matthew chapter 7. And it says that a lot of people today, even including myself, as we begin to go into the new year, we're going to do what we call build. We're going to build new lives. We're going to build new relationships. We're going to be building towards new goals. We're going to be trying to reach better achievements. We are going to try and build a better life, a better outcome, better things for us. The Holy Ghost is saying that we are all master builders. But what he came, and what I'm here to tell you, is to be aware of building 
in self-image. Amen. Amen. So the Bible says that in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, therefore, whosoever hears these things of mine and do of them will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell. For it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these things of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell. And great was the fall of it. We're going to look at a couple verses in Matthew, but if we go through and we paraphrase this particular scripture that God has given us to study, it's called building, and it's called the foundation. Before you build anything in your life, you have to have a strong foundation. This church has a good foundation. We're walking on it right now. If you're getting on the elevator, you want that thing to have a good foundation. If you want a good man, you want him to have a good foundation. I got the key for you today. The Bible is saying before you start, before you build anything in 2024, start with a strong foundation. That strong foundation is Jesus Christ. I'm going to give you an example in the Bible. It says here that, and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not. Mm, Interesting. Let's skip down to 27 and it says, and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and it beat upon that house and it fell. Two examples here. The rain is coming, whether you righteous, whether you in church, whether you trying to do right, whether you feel like you're trying to make it all work, whether you paying your tithes, whether you not. The Bible says that the rain is coming and it says it rains on the just as well as the unjust in the Bible. But this scripture particularly breaks down and it tells us that the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew in both houses in this word. But the key and the fact of it is, it says that the house that had the foundation that was built on Jesus Christ stood the flood, stood the rain, stood it. How, pastor, how do I stand when social media is saying one thing, when people at school is saying another thing, when It's telling me if I want to get money, I got to get it like this. How do I be a man and a woman of God in this culture that I'm in and build a life of integrity? The Bible tells us it's Jesus. The Bible says that building a strong spiritual foundation comes with hearing and doing. Everybody say hearing and doing. Man, hearing and doing is one of the biggest foundational building when it comes to building your life for Jesus Christ. How can you hear God's word? I get a lot of people all the time that tells me I don't have to go to church. I don't have to go. I don't have to be a part of no organization. God's in my heart. Y'all hear that in school now? God in my heart. I'm, we spiritual beings. How you hearing the word? How you doing it? If you 
If you can do it, if you don't need to have Jesus, if you don't need to come to church, how are you hearing? How are you doing it? Then the mirror is on you. Doesn't matter how you get it. As long as you hearing and, and doing. That's how we build strong foundations. Now, the detriment of self-image, and this is, I'm talking to the younger folks, I guess because I'm a youth pastor, my heart's towards you now, but the self-image is something that I struggled with coming out of high school, and I know y'all are. I know you are. I know Instagram telling you that if you drive this and you wear this, or if you hang with this crowd, or if your bank account is here, or by the age of 35, you're supposed to have a man, he's supposed to have muscles, he's supposed to look good, he's supposed to wear a certain type of cologne. If you want that girl, she got to be certain waist size, and she got to, you know, upheed to your every command. I know what's going on out there. You know what I'm saying? See, the thing is, though, that's what you call an image. That if I, if I drive this, man, if I wear these Jordans and these J's, that's going to mean I made it. That's going to mean I got it. I got the bread because these shoes were $500. I didn't have it. I didn't pay for them. Oh, it's going to solidify me. It's going to make me stand. Oh, man, by the age of this, by the age of 31, I got to be married. I got to be married. Because that's self-image. Oh, I can't drive that car. I got to have this one. That's self-image. God is telling me to tell you today that the detriment of self-image will keep you away from him. Because this is the key and a key fact. How you get it is how you will have to maintain it. Listen to this. How you get it is how you will have to maintain it. One more time. How you get it is how you will have to maintain it. I'm going to go three lanes. Money, relationship, then yourself. With money, if the boss is coming through and you see the boss every time, you go out your way. Oh, Lord, sir, how you doing, sir? Let me get that coffee for you. So, man, you good, you good. Well, you know what, Harris? I've been seeing you around, and you've been doing good. You know this ain't in the policies and procedures, but everybody that get up there, they don't do it the right way. You just take this, and you, you, you do this, okay? And you, you come through the meetings, and you do what you're supposed to do, and I'll make sure you get there. Somebody saying the word, as they call it a kiss-up, right? Kids up, right? That's a, that's a good example. My wife, and baby, if you're online, you can chime in. She loves National Lampoons. Every Christmas, we watch that 1989 movie, National Lampoons Christmas. And on the movie, if y'all remember, where the boss is walking in and he's got like eight other workers with him, and then the guy that's walking past, he's like, hey, kiss up one, hey, kiss up two, hey, kiss up three. Y'all remember that part of the movie? <laughs> If you don't, when you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about. But how you get it is how you got to maintain it. So let's go to the next one. Let's say you get this nice man. He, boy, he light-skinned. He got good hair. Y'all know y'all like a light-skinned man. But he like, he got good hair. He got that good hair. I'm talking that good stuff. Good. And he work out seven days a week. Protein and muscles. Six pack. Yes, Lord. 
He smelled good too. You know, he got all the new cologne on and everything. You like, oh, if I get with him, they gonna think I look, I'm cool. Cause he cool. And he got that nice car. Black on black. You know, the black on black. The charger or challenger. That's real loud. Real, real, real manly. You know, and he slipping that DM. That's for us older folk. That's the direct inbox. <laughs> he slide in the DMs. And he in that DM, he said, I seen you at the game. And, mm, you know, he didn't been with everybody around the world. But he see you, the church girl, or the one who's chasing after God. And he see you, and he want to slide in them DMs. And he say, you know, what you doing Thursday? Y'all go out. And you're having a good time. And he asks you to do something that's contradicting the word of God. How you get it is how you will have to maintain it. Now, let's go to personal. Let's go to personal. Because the American way is if you can't get it today, get it now, pay later. Get it today, pay it later. The car, the house, the shoes, the this. There is always a way to pay as you go, right? There's a way to pay as you go, and I'm not knocking that. You have to be wise in this, especially our youth. You have to be wise because the thing is that the enemy will not tell you that you will become a slave to the debt. And when you get it, the way to maintain it is to work. And a lot of times your job or working, and I can speak for this, can pull you away from chasing after your God. Because you get yourself caught in a situation to where you have to maintain it. And it becomes a weight on your back. How you get it is how you're going to have to maintain it. The Bible is saying today that if you would have heed to the laws and the statues of Jesus Christ that are listed in the Bible, that wisdom and knowledge comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God, but applying it in your life is how you should build. Before you go out there, before you begin this New Year's resolution, build it on the statues and the principles of Jesus Christ. Build it on the statues and the principles of Jesus Christ. Build it on the statues and the principles of Jesus Christ. Let me tell you a true story. This is the God honest truth. And there are some things in my life that I have achieved that I never, there's some things in my life that I've never wanted to do that I'm doing. And then there's some things in my life that I'm doing that uh, I never imagined that I could do. One of the luxuries about following Christ that I have learned in my own life is that when you achieve something that you know you did not earn, that it was God's favor, that it was his grace, you don't have the weight to maintain it. Because the Bible says that he gives and takes away. Job said it, he gave it to me and he took it away. That was Job was talking about. If you get it and God gives it, the weight of maintaining it is not there. So they can look at you at that job and they can say, we laying off next Tuesday. All right, well, he gave it to me. I'm good. 
I'm good. If she leave, I'm good. He gave it to me, I'm good. If the money comes, good. If not, I'm good because I built it on him. That is where we want to be as Christians in this thing. When we're building for our lives ahead, for the things and the plans that we work towards. The hidden truth is that the Lord says that, you know, he add of no sorrow. He add of no sorrow and he does not put any weights on you. Therefore, when you build it, build it on Jesus Christ. And I ask that you would stand today. And I'm going to say a prayer as I close. I told y'all this was going to be quick. A couple things we need to remember. We listen today and we learn that those that hear the word and do the word are those that build their house on a strong foundation. That teaches us one thing. Before we can do it, we must hear it. I don't care what relationship you're in, where you're going, where you're trying to get to. I use myself as an example. If I say I love my wife and I don't study her, what she likes, what she doesn't like, then I cannot really love her. In order to love someone, you have to know them. Jesus is the same way. He meets us all at our own levels. So you don't have to feel like you need to know the Old Testament, the New Testament, the prophets. You don't need to know all that. God, help me where I am at. But there's one thing that I do know. I need to know you. I need to know what you like, what you don't like, so I can build my house. For I know the rain is coming, God, and I know the wind will blow. I know it. But Father, I want to be ready to stand firm. I want to be ready to withstand when times get hard. I want to be ready to get it and not have a burden on me. For I have learned that how I get it is how I'm going to have to maintain it. And Father, I want to start with you. With every eye closed and every head bowed, God, we want to say thank you. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Everyone represented today, Father, we want to pray that you would pour into us people, individuals, resources, ways, through the Holy Ghost, that you would teach us your statutes. Father, for we are builders, because you are a builder. You told Peter that upon this rock, this rock, I built my church. For we know that you are a builder. And as we begin in our own individual lives, Father, to build our lives, we ask for help and guidance, God. Help us through it. Help us to see you. And Father, we raise our hands, Father. We ask that you forgive us for all of our sins, Father. And I ask that you, even now, that anyone that may be in the crowd or listening online that do not know you, as Lord and Savior of their life. They may not know the hope that we have as Christians. I pray that you would enter into their lives. Even now in the name of
of Jesus and that you would cover them with your blood. And it's in your name, Father, we pray. Amen. Amen. I'm going to leave you with this. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. What does that mean? That means make them holy. And be ready always, always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. The Bible says that without hope, without hope, it makes the heart sick. But a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. It's a proverb. See, hope is that when rain comes and the wind comes and it blows, that just as Job did when he was going through a hard situation and a hard time, he still had the hope of salvation. For the things we can see are so real to us, but yet really what is real is eternity somewhere. That's really what is really going to happen. You're going to spend your life in eternity somewhere. The Bible says, why fear the man that can destroy just the body and not the soul? Why not fear the one who can destroy both body and soul? It's deeper than the clothes we wear, the shoes we, do, we wear, the car we drive, the association we're with, the money in our bank account. That's what the word is saying about the hope. Because when rain comes and when the winds blow, the hope will stand. It will be firm. And I pray that you will receive that today, the detriment of self-image. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Remember to like and share. And if you would like to stay connected, please subscribe to our podcast. Also, please follow us on social media through Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, or visit us in person. We are located at 236 Parker Road in the great city of Danville, Virginia. If you would like to get to our ministry, please click on the link below. Thank you again and enjoy your day.